Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back. It's another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, we are back in the building, rocking and rolling for another conversation. And I'm hoping that this one today will help you in one capacity or another. So, As you've learned, probably from tuning in and listening to the show, that not only am I a podcaster, but I am a huge, huge, huge podcast consumer. I truly listen to so much in my car. I rarely listen to music today, although today I did get into a little praise and worship, but I generally am listening to a podcast. So that's why a lot of times when I bring topics to you all, I say, oh, I was listening to this podcast and I heard this and I heard that. And so today (laughs) I was listening to a podcast and it brought me it brought me to this question. If this could be applied to grief, I'm not sure. And so it could be a little bit. I don't know. Let's see. So basically. The woman was talking about how she went through rough times in her life and she was down and out. She hit the bottom and all these things. And so the host asked, hey, how did you get through that? How did you make it through? And what she proceeded to say was. Because she adopted and adapted the mindset that this is just a season. So instead of believing that, hey, this is the rest of my life. This is how things are going to be. This is just what it is. I'm not going to be able to find any restoration here. Just look at it like this is a season. This is a period in time. This is not that. So I'm like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I like that because. A lot of times we have bad moments and we consider it a bad life or we have a bad day and we also consider that a bad life. So I'm like, I want to talk about it on the show because I'm not here just to talk about grief. We're here to look at the overall framework, which helps our overall mental wellness and personal development in tandem with that. We can then, in my opinion, better fight, combat and work through our grief. But I was like, I don't know if that's appropriate to say to someone that's grieving. Hey, I know you're in pain. I know you're in sorrow. I know it feels as if your world has been flipped upside down and there's no return. However, it's just a season in your life. It just did. It just didn't feel good thinking about it. And I didn't think it would hit well or serve any real purpose in someone's life for me to say that. But then I started thinking to myself, hey, when I look at my grief, what I say, yeah, that was a season that I went through. That was just a season in my life. And I would say this again, this is not to you, but but for my own self, I will say that the levels of, of devastation, the levels of. I guess the obstacles and the hurdles of the grief were definitely coming in. Maybe we won't say seasons, but we'll say waves of intensity if that makes sense so it wasn't so much it wouldn't be so much to say oh that was just a season in my life I was going through something because going through the loss of a loved one is not just going through something it's not just this thing that you can will yourself out of in a way to to faith it until you make it it's not reaching towards goals and dreams and, and things like that so where this conversation was going 
there talking about recovering from bankruptcy and just hitting bottom financially and then working towards your goals saying that's just a season in my life. This is just a season in my life. Claiming it and speaking it as if it is so rather than accepting and saying, hey, this is just what it is. But when it comes to grief and my life, and I'm looking at it, I'm saying, you know, I've been having these moments, these moments, these patches. And I don't know if it will be wrong to say that there they've been these seasons where my grief has felt more suffocating, where I have felt that even just a day where something can catch you off guard it can be a thought today I lifted up my trunk to get a bag out of there because I needed a bag to put some trash in from my car and I just took the stuff out the bag and just threw it threw it in the trunk and I realized that on one of the folders it clearly said my dad's name and it's right before work I'm hustling in the morning trying to drink my coffee and it just stopped me in my tracks there was a season in my life where that would have brought me to my knees and I probably wouldn't have been able to continue on my day. My spirit would have been broken. It would have just been a bad day. But because of where I'm at now in this season, it became just a moment. I expressed it, how it made me feel. I was able to move through it and my day wasn't bad. And to be quite honest, I really didn't think back more to it. And so right now, while I'm discussing it with you. So I'm thinking based on this backward reflection and just really taking this look, it's not inaccurate to say that some of the level of intensity in the grieving process could be looked at as a season. So for this moment in your life, for this part of it, but I also think one of the keys is the intentionality. Where do you see yourself going? I think you still have to try and see yourself out of the circumstance in terms of how painful this feels. Maybe not initially, maybe not right away. But I remember feeling like I don't want to feel like this forever. It's too scary. It's too scary to feel like I'm going to live every day missing my people so bad that I am now paralyzed. There's a stagnation. There's no movement in my life. I'm not working. I'm not reaching towards anything. I'm not enjoying any. I'm not. It's just nothing. It's just everything just came to a screeching halt. Forget about it. We're not going to be able to move forward. So I think there are definitely parallels here that can be explored. But I also think, of course, proceed with caution because you cannot just say to someone, Oh, that's just a season in your life. I know your mom died, but you'll be all right. You just got to faith it. And, but it's, it's not that. But I would offer to that person if I was sitting across from them and taking this mindset that we're discussing here today, I would say, can I offer you this? And that's the key, too. I know I'm, I'm sidebarring because a lot of gems are coming. But when you're saying that to someone, when you have something that you want to say, I think prefacing it by saying, can I offer you this? Are you in a position to receive this? And then let that person answer, not just dumping on them. But I would say, hey, coming from experience, I will never be able to 100% know exactly how you feel. I will not be able to 1000% tell you what your journey is going to unfold. But from where I stand and from what I've been through the last 10 years, I would say from when my one of my first most devastating losses occurred in my life. Those times at some time felt like they would be all the time. They would be forever. But I'm here to tell you that 10 years later, five years later, seven years later, for my one friend losing her one year later, 
the intensity has fluctuated. I have grown. I have been able to see myself separate from the grief in the sense that it is a part of my life, a part of my story, but it's not going to define it. And that's what I will offer to someone that this too could pass, not in its entirety, because I think that you will grieve forever. You will mourn the losses of your loved ones, but you integrate that into your life and you learn to grieve well and you examine what that looks like for you. And that's what I would say to that person. So I I don't maybe season. Is it the best word is what I'm trying to say? Long story short. But those periods of time definitely have circulated. They definitely have pivoted. There's been times where I felt like I was at the top of the roller coaster and times where out of nowhere, I'm going straight down and it doesn't feel good. So those are really important things to, to, to consider. Think for yourself, hey, what season am I in right now? What what part do I feel? Do I feel that it's impossible to think about better days? Have I actually had good moments? But because I'm of the mindset that this is just what it is, I'm 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 in this, I'm going to be in this pain-stricken part of my life forever. It's just one of those things, too, where especially if you lost somebody young, you were young and then your life had to continue. You're, you're still alive. So you, there's things that you hadn't accomplished yet. And then you can probably look back to a time where before you accomplished certain things, you thought, oh, now that this person died, this happened to me. I don't think I'm going to ever accomplish those things or I'll ever have the opportunity or better yet, the will and desire to do it. But I'm sure you can write down at least one, two, three things that did happen for you in a positive way that you couldn't see at that time. So I think that's kind of where we are. It's 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 having the faith to believe that this could get better. Not eliminated, not going forever, but it could get better. And so this this season, this time is feeling. The thing about it though is obviously things compound. So the whole point of examining your mindset is to think what what needs to shift in my perspective, in my vantage point, to be able to take this all in, to be able to find some light, a little piece of light, even if it's just a little glimmer, just a little glimmer of hope in a lot of our circumstances are are what is going to make and break us. Pivoting to this next point here, in order, I believe, to get through those seasons to be able to sustain and keep and and, and just keep taking those hits and those jabs and getting back up and keeping your feet moving because why is it so important for footwork to in boxing why is it so important to be able to keep moving on your feet in almost any sport when it's contact sport you have to be able to keep moving stay on your feet while things are happening and shaking and moving easier said than done I think one of the most crucial parts to being able to do that is your support system. One of the things I want to talk about is just who's in your corner? Who's in your corner? Perhaps you need to reevaluate your corner and see if you're actually getting strength from it. Are you being fed from your circle? Are the people, the last five people that you spoke to on your phone via text or phone call, are they depositing? Are they a part of the the ecosystem that you need to be able to persevere through this season, through these times? Are there people that you have around you right now, right now that you would do almost anything for that when you needed them the most, they weren't there? 
you felt as though you couldn't count on them. Is that possible? Let's reevaluate because sometimes we're like, oh, I just want to do this and I want to feel better and I want this to happen and that to happen. But are we evaluating who's around us? Who's who's propelling us forward? Who is the heck is holding us up? That's a fact. One of the things in this conversation, too, that I heard was how do we have better relationships with people? And this, listen, let me tell you something. If, if, if you ever been to church and you a church of a certain kind, let's just say that. And, and you're like, oh, they're preaching to me. Oh, you are talking to me. Get out of my head. Get out of my house. That's a, a, a basically a statement saying that what that person is saying, whew, man, it's going right to my soul. And that's how I felt on this part. How do we have better relationship with people? By having genuine, authentic, real conversations about how they make you feel. And not only having those conversations, but being able and willing to enforce those boundaries. So it's, it's sometimes it's, it's not enough to just say to somebody, I don't like how you did that. And then not telling, not, excuse me, and then presenting another opportunity for them to do that. So I like the way that she worded this one part of it where it was like, I'm so sorry that I allowed you to treat me that way. I'm not going to continue to allow it. And that's just kind of what it is. Telling people that you don't like the way something that they said or did made you feel. Being able to also, because it's always a two-way street, receive feedback from other people too on where you might be, be coming up short. And sometimes I think a lot of us, it's not even intentional to be offensive to people. It's not even intentional to not be a good support or a good friend. Because we just might not know. Today, I, I was put on my heart for me to reach out and and pray with a few people. One of my friends is going through a tough time in terms of what's going on with her mom. And I feel like for me, I don't have the answers. It's not much I can do. But if God puts her on my heart, I'm going to reach out. If I feel like it's been a decent amount of time that has passed and we haven't connected, I haven't had a conversation, I want to reach out because I genuinely care. But I also know there's not really much I can do. So sometimes it's just that. Do you have people around you? I'm not, listen, I'm not saying I'm a perfect friend. And, but do you have people around you? If you re you evaluate it right now, those top five, are they propelling you forward? Are they deposited into your life? Are they the ship that you're going to need to sustain this journey? Losing people, grief, loss, going through divorce, going through an injury, whatever it is, battling an addiction, whatever you have before you right now, are you putting yourself in a better position to be able to survive and come out on the other side way better based on the people that you have sitting at your table? If the answer is no, imagine sitting around a table and you have a button and you can press it and those people can go doop, 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 right down out of their chair. Maybe we need to do that and then replace them with other people or maybe not. Sometimes it's just cutting that dead weight. And this is the other thing that it, it just, man, I can go on on this topic for so long. And also just saying, too, that I'm totally, totally guilty of not always thoroughly communicating for different reasons. One of it is I don't like what it what it, I think it was more so like being clear doesn't always mean confrontation. And sometimes we think that being clear and direct with people will bring confrontation. And I'd rather just not go there because I prefer to have my peace. But sometimes being silent 
will cause you less peace than if you just spoke your mind to protect your heart. It's very important that we do that. But the other part that I was saying is that sometimes the people that we're keeping around us, we feel like, man, I'm so bogged down. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. And then you look and you're like, I'm actually not really going through that much. I think is, I think it might be what other people are going through. Maybe the people that you're talking to the most, their problems, their issues, and their concerns are are just attaching themselves to you and you're taking that on. I have felt that before. I'm like, man, I feel super burdened. Then I look at my life and I'm like, well, what is actually going on with me? And it's things because we always all have something going on. But it's like, yo, I think it's this or that. And also with social media, too, and, and just TV and what you read and what you listen to, all those things play a part. So let's be intentional with saying if we will adopt the perspective that perhaps this is a season in our lives and it's not the longevity, it's not how it's always going to be. Some things will still be there for sure playing in the background, but that doesn't mean that it, it has to become all consuming and the exact nature of the circumstance. But knowing, too, that we don't always have the strength on our own. So fostering healthy relationships, um, what is it, auditing, auditing our circle, reevaluating the positions that we have people play in their in our lives, because it doesn't mean I'm not saying that push the chair and get these people out of your life forever. It's not that. But sometimes we have to be comfortable and feel confident in the fact that, listen, I love you. But I'm going to have to love you from two or three spaces, just just, just a little bit of space. So sometimes it comes down to that where it's like we just you just are playing the wrong people close. You just playing the wrong people too close. They're not serving a purpose. They're not serving a purpose in your life right now. So how can we just mix this around? It's like I love you. I like you, but I love me more. Ooh, I, I like you, I like you, I like you, but I love me more. So in this season in my life, if I want to be intentional with my healing, if I want to bring the best energy around me, if I want to give myself the best shot and opportunity to still live a life with some joy, with some peace, with some happiness, I, I, I got to be clear. And listen, if confrontation comes from it, a little friction, prayerfully, you're able to be able to, to rebound from that. Because, again, like I said, I'm I'm look, they were preaching to me. I got to work on certain things, too, where I can have certain conversations. And I've been doing that, I think, in a in a, in a better way. More so asking questions and just saying, hey, you know, maybe this isn't isn't who you are or also within my own mind before feeling comfortable having those conversations with people thinking about like, well, why am I taking this personal? Why do I feel this way? Does this person actually have the capacity to show up for me in the way that I am expecting them to do so. Because a lot of times that's where the heartbreak comes and the devastation is that our expectation is not accurate. Our expectation is also not fair. Sometimes we have these expectations on people who just don't have the capacity or the depth to be able to show up for you that way. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means that you need to shift your perspective and accept that. And when people show you who they are, believe that. So if that person then in another time in your life, they might show up for you in a way you didn't think was possible, but it was on time for right now. So it's also about that flexibility and being able to shift and move and be okay with changing out, swapping out people's position in your life rather than saying like, man, these are my people. I'm always going to keep these people right here. And it's like, man, but are those people the people that you need?
I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like I've been preaching. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and trail off here. But I'm, I'm always appreciative of you all tuning in, listening from all over the world. That's pretty cool to say all over the world. We are coming up on 200 episodes in a couple of weeks. And I'm feeling really excited. August 19th of 2023. We started the show we launched it on August 19th, 2019. So big things we've been continuing to go on this journey. I feel like whew, that was a message that I needed. So I can only pray that you needed it. If you're watching, drop me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. If you're listening to the audio, I would love it if you could leave us a review. I say this every week and I really haven't seen the reviews changing. So maybe you guys don't know how to do it or you don't want to do it or feel like it. But I would appreciate it if you can just show the show the show some love as always make sure you hit me up but you can't do that if you're not following me over instagram so go do that right now at i underscore am underscore jana cool guys so next time you already know love and light peace <laughs>